It's a dreadful call and Chelsea could be in here with Goff who goes for goal and scores! Finds the back of the net! Henri! What a goal! Inspiration for Arsenal from Thierry Henri! Medler, lovely cushion header for The Ghost Goal Podcast. The Premier League returns this weekend as Liverpool host Manchester United in the Premier Clash. Additionally, we'll see Spurs go to Watford, Arsenal host Sheffield United, Manchester City host Crystal Palace, Newcastle host Chelsea, and Leicester travel to Burnley. Welcome to the Ghost Goal Podcast. I'm Andrew Passaro. We got the whole squad back today. Alex Moss. What up? Javier Revelo. Everybody's Hello. here. We missed the pod. We missed the pod on Monday. Because we had yeah. the sabbatical and then yeah. I wasn't on the last pod. So it's been it's been a few weeks here. It's yeah. Been, uh, but it's good to be back. Good to be back talking footy. And Arsenal's back. So, hey, I'm back now, guys. I had to, you know, I had to stay away for a little are, while. Are, you know, just. How, many times, how many times this year do you think he said Arsenal's back on the podcast? Zero. Haven't said it yet. This is the first one. Okay. Okay. This year, we'll this, this season, this well, season. I've said it many, many times well, on the podcast. but you know what okay. I mean? Okay. Okay. All right. Had to check. Had to check. Uh, wild week transfer season's upon us. Tottenham made a, made a pretty big signing today bringing in a midfielder from Portugal, and it looks like um, Christian Eriksen is going to head to Inter Milan for like 10 million pounds. Uh, but let's get right into it. We'll start with Tottenham, who traveled to Watford this weekend. That's the 7.30 matchup. And I, as I said to you guys before the podcast, Tottenham is plus 125 in this game against a team that's just out of the relegation zone. They should be able to win this. There's no Harry Kane, but can't. Why can I Tottenham think not gonna win, win this game, game against Watford? Like I don't. I, I think everyone's thinking that. I think like, that's why I, Tottenham Watford are underdogs. Are playing <laughs> really well right now. They're a completely different team. Like we all knew that they did, they had like good enough players. Like we were just saying, like why isn't Ismail Assar playing every game? Now he's the, the guy's a monster. He's getting a goal and assist every game. Um, Decore's been playing in a more advanced role under Pearson. He's been playing like right behind the striker, right behind Dini. Um, and he's just been having Saar making runs off of him, and they've looked so much better with Saar and Delafoe, um having like Decore in that more advanced position. Also, uh, Chalaba, Nathaniel Chalaba, ex-Chelsea player, he's also in this Watford team now. Wasn't a factor at all earlier in the season, wasn't getting played. Um, all of this has made this Watford team look very, very different, and he also doesn't play the like crazy uh, wing-back system that the, some of these previous want managers have been playing uh all out attack through their wing backs. The 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 fullbacks actually stay back and defend and, and can like get back get behind the get behind the ball. And they've had a bunch of clean sheets, so this is like a completely different Watford side. I don't think they're gonna get relegated. I there's I think there's a lot worse teams in the league now. My Watford rant. It, it can, it can, well doesn't it kind of seem like as impressive as it is what Pearson's done, it's kind of all like really basic moves that like you, you can't really fault some of the previous managers because uh, Javi Gracia and uh, Kike Sanchez Flores didn't really have Troy Deeney. He was injured for most of the season. And even when he came back, he's one of those players that takes a while to get warming up. He's like an old gas oven. He's going he's gonna to be patient with him and then he'll get there. And once he gets rolling, he's obviously a great weapon. But Pearson's kind of like just settled them into like a really basic 4-2-3-1 uh, where he's just pushed Decore higher up. 
and you know Saar wasn't really getting played I, I feel like that's gonna be one of the mysteries for the other managers like every time it felt like we were complaining about Watford earlier we were like why aren't managers consistently starting Saar and it might be because he's young I think he's 22 first season over in the Premier League maybe they thought it was too big of a jump for him but he's playing really well Delafeu's looking okay Decore's banging in goals and setting them up too like the Everything points towards like uh, a hard-fought Watford victory here. Because Jose Mourinho loves an underdog story. What if Jose Mourinho just flips the script on them and is like, you guys are the ones playing well, we're going away from home, we're just going to play super defensively and just hit you I on the counter like with one, one this more this game. I, just, I don't think Tottenham's going to win it. I think Tottenham losing Harry They're Kane not is going to be a huge blow. Um, I don't know. I think I mean, Son's going to be back. This could be the game where... Uh, I'm expecting him to explode at some point under Mourinho. He already had that crazy goal, and he was in really good form before that red card. So I think Tottenham have missed him a lot in the last few games, and just having him back and back in form um, could could get them through this part of the season. And, you know, he's going to be the player that that's going to have to be the X factor because Deli Alley's back to his... He, he had a little burst of form there, and he's back to his usual shit self. So This is the kind of game that he's like... He was built for right, yeah. just like a, yes. a shit housing uh, Watford team versus a shit housing Spurs team. And Deli Ali and Eric Dyer, if he's playing, they'll be at the center of it for Tottenham to try and like win that physical battle or whatever that's like psychological edge those two teams try to get over each other is. But I, I, I kind of I think I would lean towards like a two nil Watford. What they did at, what they did at Bournemouth last week was really impressive. My bet initially was the plus two fifty draw at Chelsea. I'm going to give that one to you, Alex. You said you wanted that one. So I'm gonna go with yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with I'll, Watford I'll Tottenham one, tie plus two forty. I think I like that. That's uh, it's better All than right, the, will... the Watford win, which is only it's literally better odds for them to tie than for Watford to win. Like it's it, the Watford win is more expected than a draw, which is kind of crazy. But um, yeah, so I'm gonna go with the Watford tie here. I, I already I already took the Newcastle uh, draw with Chelsea away from you. I'm happy with that. There we I'll go. take that. There we go. There we go. We'll move over. Arsenal take on Sheffield first of the 10 o'clock slate. A nice little 10 o'clock slate, I will say. There's a few games that I'm taking an eye on. Obviously, Arsenal playing, Manchester City playing additionally. Uh, I'm excited about Wolves-Southampton, but we'll talk about that later in the pod. Uh, Javier, how are you feeling hosting Sheffield United, a team that you guys really struggled with the last time you played them? So, I'm glad that they've... they've. I mean, they're not getting relegated. They're very, very close to being safe already, and they, uh, they're above us in the table, so... I can't say much um, in terms of, I mean, they've been better than us this season. They've, they just have been. They've been more consistent. They've kept a lot of clean sheets. and But they've cooled off a little bit lately. So, um, you know, getting a, a few draws that weren't expected of them, one or two losses, you know, they, they're regressing a little bit back to the mean. And this is the part of the year um, that those teams – that just have come up and that have really good starts of the season, they usually have a really bad run of form around this time because they start getting injuries, players start getting tired, they can't they can't do what they were doing at the beginning of the season and and outworking other teams. So I think it's going to be a completely different affair from when the first time we played. I think the first time we played, they completely outworked us. They looked way hungrier. They were the first ones to every ball. I don't think that's going to be the case here. I think we're going to be at the Emirates. Um, under Arteta, the first game against Chelsea that we played, obviously the fitness levels weren't there. But since then, you've seen the fitness levels increasing, even to the point where we were, we were against 10 men against Crystal Palace. We still were on top. 
we Crystal Palace didn't really get any chances. We still almost won the game with ten men, and really should have gotten the win. And it, it, it's it, that was like heartening to me that we didn't just collapse after getting a red card and losing. You know, our, our, our the player who had scored the goal in the game, our leading goal scorer. So. It's it's comforting to see that all the players can you know are buying into what Arteta is saying. They're working hard, um, you know. They're really trying to dig themselves out of the hole that they that they're in. So, I'm excited. I don't know if we're gonna win. I would love a win. Um, I think it would be huge because Sheffield are a really good team right now. Um, but like I said, I think they've fallen off a little bit, and I think uh, it's a big game for Lacazette. Really, really big game for Lacazette. He's been carrying little like nibbles and injuries, so I hope he's 100% fit for this. But He's been having so many chances in the last few games. He's looked really good. He's had assists, but he needs to he needs to get on the score sheet. Now that Aubameyang has been uh, suspended for three games, this is his big chance. Well, for Pepe too. Pe- Pepe has well. been playing and well. Pepe as well. Yeah. He's got to keep that going going into because I think we'll see a Reese Nelson, Nicholas Pepe, uh, Alex Lacazette start this uh, this weekend. He really likes Reese Nelson the w- the way that he works um, and the interplay that he right. has. With the wing backs, so I'm, I'm, uh, I think, I think we're gonna win. I think it's gonna be two one Arsenal. Well, it's important. This game's important. I mean, just want to bring up that midweek next week. I don't know if we'll have another pod before then. Is uh, Chelsea Arsenal at Stamford Bridge? Like what? Three weeks after the first game. Yep, it's the reverse now so, of like the fixtures. So you're coming in. You're gonna be playing. I mean, it's just a quick. It's a quick turnaround. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And I think we have Tottenham again in like two weeks. So. Or three weeks, something like that. So yeah, there's, there's uh, obviously no Aubameyang. Like this is the, the the time and the game. It's like it's like yeah, you have a horrifying then city bad, after like that. February into it's, March. It's fine. We're we're rounding into shape. We're rounding into form. We'll get to us in a second. I'm just saying that this Sheffield United game at home set up that against a good perfectly. team, set, against a good team. But it's like the perfect like launching point for how you're going to set your team up at Stamford Bridge and in your eyes, hopefully get like some no, revenge it's gonna, it's against us. It's probably going to be very different. I don't think we're going to. You really set think up so? You think yeah. we're not going to set up away from like, home at Stamford Bridge the same as we're going to set up at home at the Emirates against a team that's just promoted, like with a bunch of. Uh, I, I think you're. I think I you're know. throwing too much disrespect on Sheffield United's name. All they've right, they've we'll rotated pretty well this season. They've got some. They've got better They've options off, off the bench than I thought they uh, did. I don't think I just said that they were better than us this season, so I don't think that's putting disrespect on them. But all right, yeah. But then you keep referencing them being a just promoted team. Like they can go to you guys I and just, get like a two-two. I'm surprised no one's jumped on that. All right, I'll, I'll leave it. Yeah, I'll leave, leave it, it until Alex. the Stop. Chelsea Arsenal game. Stop being a, trying to just create. I thought like, about it. Conflict here. Leave me alone. I thought about the draw for the Arsenal game, but I will say the other one that I thought about was the. Uh, where is it? It's where you get like the do- oh the double chance. You can get Sheffield and a draw at minus one ten right now, and I kind of like that more. Like because you get both options, I like that more because I don't know if it's gonna be a draw or Sheffield win. Uh, but I do want to say sh- uh, shout out to Holly Javier. Uh, shut up! It has been four or five games, and Sheffield have not fallen off that significantly. Like. Yeah, the, their two losses were Manchester City right. and Liverpool. Right. Come on, too, man. It's, just, <laughs> it's been too long. I'll, I'll put you guys in your place on another pot. I don't have time for this right now. This is like, <laughs> once we beat Sheffield, then I'll Dude, be able to have Arsenal a little bit fans, more man. guns. You give them my, an inch and they take a, a mile. Look my at guns, them. And then I'm just going to shoot you both. Bro, you have no ammo in any right guns. I don't right now. I don't have any ammo in any guns. Shut the fuck up, Andrew Javier. has nuclear bombs. Liverpool, I have Liverpool, nothing. 
Yeah, seriously, shut the fuck up. More than double our points. I don't. It's it's not good viewing. Give me ten games of playing well before I start going. Oh, Arsenal's going to destroy Sheffield United. I didn't say destroy. I said two one. You guys are just trying to like. You guys are trying to get me. I want to talk about Ollie McBurney talking to porn stars already. Come on. It's, I mean, it, anyone, anyone who like, has talk eyes can fucking things? see how much better we're playing in the last few games. It's just, yeah, it hasn't quite come sure. together yet, but it's going to be very, very soon. But your confidence is going to come together without Aubameyang? Yes. Absolutely. I think Lacazette plays by himself in that role very, very well. And it's going to it's gonna be, a, I think it's going to look good. I think he's better than, than Aubameyang when he's by himself. Like I think when Obama no, is there, that I agree with. it takes it takes away from him, and we'll see a better player. So you'll you'll see Lacazette okay. score this weekend. I, I almost guarantee. I it. just keep waiting for Mesut Ozil to get a cold. Hey, he's been great since uh, <laughs> since under Arteta so far. He's been for uh, five games. He's been amazing. He's been I'm very like, good. Come on, man. He's worked hard. It's been impressive it's, what it's he's co- done. It's cold season. He's he's gonna be like, oh, I can't make it to Stamford Bridge on Tuesday. I lost my voice. Yeah, we'll all right, I'm destroy done. You. We can, I can't wait. <laughs> right, Ingolo Conte. Watch him outwork Ingolo Conte or run more than him. I'm gonna let's see the statistics after the game. If 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 Mesut Ozil outworks Ingolo Conte, you should have to make a Twitter. You have to admit Arteta's the best manager in the world. Shut, no. <laughs> no. Right? No, you have to get a Twitter if that actually happens. Because it's there's no right, shot. I'll get a Twitter that that if happens. that happens. I will get a no, Twitter. No, I don't agree boom. to anything. Okay. Because he's gonna pull up Done. some random like distance covered stat that doesn't even like it doesn't even definitely represent it. All right, here's here's what it is. Tell us the stats that that Mesut Ozil needs to outwork Ingolo Kante on at Ghost Goal Pod at Andy. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I don't even know what the stats for that would be. I don't know what what it would be, but please, for the love of God, someone send them to us. Uh, all right, yes, shout out Ali McBurney, who's talking to porn stars after he scores every goal, apparently. So and still going to Swansea games and like getting involved with the fans at the in the away end at Swansea games. Brilliant. You love to see it. You 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 really you really love to see it. Uh, Manchester City take on Crystal Palace. Uh, here's the stat that I had about this game because I wanted to look at what the over three and a half was just just for shits and giggles because I knew there's no shot that it was going to be a good odds after they just absolutely blew the house down against Aston Villa this week. It's at minus one thirty for over yeah. Three and a half I, was, goals. So I was looking at that too when I was looking for my bets. <laughs> <laughs> like Manchester. I don't. They're probably gonna. I want to say that they're gonna blow the doors off Palace, but Palace. We've seen Palace go there and play well, but I have a feeling right now Palace is not gonna go there and play well. And Kevin De Bruyne's on a whole level like God mode right now, so I kind of, I kind of feel like they're just gonna blast the shit out of. Also, the Palace haven't been blasted. Yeah, they haven't. I know. They really haven't. They've, they have not been blasted. So I feel like they're gonna lose like two nil. Like, yeah. I don't think they're gonna get like the five like or the... six nilled. The three two there last it. year. They've been the three two there last year when Andrews Townsend scored that crazy volley. We talked about it like right after that game that I think City's expected goals for that were like two and a half and Palace's was like point two eight. It was just like they didn't even deserve to score once and they scored three times. It was just like a complete outlier in terms of statistics. And I'm not saying it's impossible that they get a result because we've seen like deep block teams like Wolves have some success at the Etihad this this season. Um, but they've got some injuries and they're kind of limping out of the the uh, Christmas period too. So um, it, it might be one that they just like play well for the first half or first uh, hour or something and have it at one nil or two nil and then there's a barrage that gets you the over. But it's 
it's kind of too hard of a of a game to call like the exact result like that. So I'm gonna stay away from. Uh, I'm gonna stay away from the what do you call it picking the results like either way and just say like if you want to yeah. throw like I don't know five bucks on like a score draw for this because the only way that Palace are drawing this is it's not nil nil it's some sort of one one or two two. Um, Yo, you can get the draw at plus one thousand. Yeah, but the score draw like I don't think I don't think a nil nil's happens happening. So bump that up to plus twelve hundred for a score draw. You know that maybe that could happen, but it's, I'm saying it's like a throwaway bet. My uh, bet of the week is coming up in a second here. Let's get right to it. Where Newcastle United host Chelsea. This is the twelve thirty game. Alex, just straight up our just, graveyard. Geez. St yeah, James's Park well is our graveyard, and I'm guessing some people will look at us winning there last season and be like, "Oh, that's past it." But I don't think we'd won in the previous four or five years before that. In fact, I think we lost like three out of four. So Newcastle are kind of flying too right now. They're uh, on their own scoring goals every they've game, got, they've, but they've uh, got a ton of injuries though. The, they have Joe Ellington's out for the rest. Saint Maximan is out. Um, I mean, Almiron's coming to form at the perfect time, like you said. So he's that's obviously a good thing for them to have. And I'm sure that yeah, Andy I'm sure they'll Carroll throw Carroll on and hope that we play Christensen and just hope that they can just get a ball to the back post for him. Right. Watch him just get a bicycle <laughs> kick and score. And just, ah, he always scores against Chelsea. Yeah, that would be. I mean, you can just see it happening. It's it's not a ground that many Chelsea fans, many realistic Chelsea fans, would say like, "Oh, I'm confident we can go up there and get three points." So I think uh, Chelsea and Newcastle to score. Uh, or Jesus. I think Chelsea Newcastle to draw at plus three fifty. It's pretty good bet for my bet of the week. I don't know if Newcastle have quite enough to straight up outscore us. I think we'll get like one or two, but we'll make enough defensive mistakes and crumble under like the the pressure of like the atmosphere and and frankly their like ability to counter pretty quickly. Almiron is probably one of the fastest players in the league. I don't know where you guys would rank him, but his his work rate and how that. consistently, but. I guess it's more like how consistently he's able to reach top speed. Like he just doesn't seem like he really tires. He's just maintains like a very, very yeah, MLS strong effect. pace. Yeah, sure. Or playing in Paraguay. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe they work really hard in Paraguay. I don't know. That's actually, no, it's one of, there, there's a few countries in South America where the, it's uh, Peru usually too, where they, you're playing at such high Are they altitude. Are Our South play. American correspondent, Javier? I don't remember. No. <laughs> Paraguay. No, Peru. Peru is not one of those countries. Oh, it's Chile. There's, it's uh, Chile. Ecuador. Paraguay. Quito. Ecuador. Um, Ecuador. And so yeah, Paraguay is Chile. one of them. So he's like, no, not, not Chile. Chile. Chile's down by the on the coast. There's one more. Um, yeah, but they have mountains too. They do have mountains. Yeah, yeah, but they yeah, don't but play, the actual level sea level is play. different from whether you have in mountains their, or in their not. Capital, which is <laughs> all right. We're going real. Uh, we're going real uh, scientific here. My geography Venezuela, teacher Venezuela from college would be so disappointed in me right now, but it's fine. It's fine. I disappoint The point is, Miguel Almiron is from Paraguay, which is at altitude. He, he's he got lungs of a horse. He can he can run his ass off for 90 minutes. And, yeah, I, I mean, 2-2. I think this might be, like, the game of the day, to be honest. If it's not Watford and Tottenham, then I think this might be, like, the I'm best game. Up for that. Yeah, don't wake up for that, but... <laughs> Wake up for Don't wake up for Newcastle Chelsea, if you can manage it. I will. Yes. Uh yeah. I did struggle with it. Uh, I was up for the twelve thirty last week. The ten o'clock was a difficulty for me. We're just. I'm just the child of the night now. It sucks. Uh, let's move over to Sunday. Burnley take on Leicester City. 
Uh, Leicester starting to crumble. We talked about this on the pod with no and Didi. Are they going to be able to keep up? And they go and they drop points to a red-hot Southampton team. Uh, Danny Ings going to be Harry Kane's replacement at the Euros, question mark. Um, but let's stick to Leicester City. Can, can I ask Can I ask Javier uh, a question about Leicester? Uh, did you hear the pod last week, Javier, when I would, like like basically threw out there the idea that Ndidi being out until like the end of February may cause Leicester to be a threat of getting out of top four? What I did d- you think of that? I, I do kind of think that they – yeah, I do think that they're going to have a dip in form. Um, but they're like eight points I also think ahead. that Vardy – Vardy is having 17 goals right now. Um, I was reading a bunch of statistics about it, and basically just how he's he's basically performing at the same level that he has in the previous seasons. He's just like, his shots are just going, like his conversion rate is like 7 or 8 percentage higher than it has been in other years, and he averages about 25% conversion rate. He's at like 38, 33, 34 this season, which is like way, way higher. He's not necessarily playing better, though. Like, with the stuff that he's doing, he's older, you know, he doesn't run as much, but maybe he's just playing smarter. And, I think he's just playing in a team that has the ball so much. off guard, I don't know. They're, they're, when you're, when you're yeah, spending the majority exactly. of your time it's, it's, not running after the ball, trying to get it back and start a counterattack, and you're spending it instead trying to, like, either press high up the field and then quickly try to transition to get yourself into, like, a half yard of space to get on the end of a quick ball. Don't you think the don't you think a Pratt-Tealman's-Madison midfield is still pretty damn good? I do, but I don't know if I love the balance there. I, I think Chowdhury, yeah, Chowdhury, Chowdhury played in, in the. I think he played the second half of the Southampton game. They've they've got they've got a they've got a pretty like deep good amount of midfielders. All that are young then can seem to have bought into Rogers' system. I mean, even when you he played his second team in the FA Cup, they still played really well. You still saw Rogers' philosophy. Like, the fact is, it doesn't matter how good those players are. It matters how <laughs> how much better Indeedy is than almost anyone in the league right now in that position sitting deep yeah but i think against burnley i think that's probably like the one player that maybe you don't need in dd yeah as much i've, I've been really unimpressed with burnley this season long ball they play they play yeah they've been terrible i've never been i've, ne- I've like never remembered a season that chelsea played burnley twice where both games were just like so easy they're going, I don't know down. If they're going down but they're, they're going down i'm calling it Fuck Burnley, you're going down this year. This Andrew, is do we have futures on that? Burnley shit. to be relegated? Good riddance. Good riddance. Have we been able to find futures for uh, for relegation? I feel like we could start placing bets on Aston Villa and Norwich. <laughs> Let me look. I'm look. Yeah. I like that. Aston Villa, Norwich, Burnley. I, okay. The thing is, though, that you're odds. not going to get good odds on, on Norwich or Aston Villa. No, no, but if you pair them with um, Burnley, who right now I think are... Oh, you want to... I mean, we'll see. Team <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold oh, on. Okay. Name three relegated teams. What do we say? Norwich, Burnley, Aston Villa. Yeah. Bro, that's at plus one thousand. Right. Are we about to? Are we? Should we make a pod bet right now on that? I could put it in. I'd, I'd be down I'd to throw, throw in five bucks each. Something. <laughs> All like right. That. Yeah. I'm putting. Yeah. It, I'm. I'm. I'm making a call live on the pod. Well, okay. Here's the thing, All though. Right. You, you I gotta, like it. Should we all do our own? Each place our own, like. No, 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 we're we're doing a no, we're, no, no. This is a this team a, this pod. Is a pod. Like, this is, we're, we'll each put yeah, five we'll bucks, put so five we'll do on fifteen dollars, so we'll get like a significant right. if amount. We put if, we, fift, if we put fifteen dollars at plus one thousand, um, I think we'd win a hundred and fifty bucks, which we'd all walk away. Yeah, we could each make we'd fifty each bucks. Make That'd be fifty bucks. Sick. So like, and I, I, I don't think that there's three teams worse than those maybe teams. Bournemouth, like who we haven't talked about that much. Maybe, but I. 
Eddie Howe. Bournemouth is a struggle right now, man. Maybe more so than Burnley. Yeah. Norwich, Bournemouth, and Villa is at plus 320. Yeah. But the plus decent, but the plus 1,000 is nice. But plus 1,000. All right. All right. Congratulations, fellas! I just texted my bookie. We're we're getting we're getting it we're getting it. It's gonna happen. Excellent. All right, we have to figure out what we're doing with our hundred fifty dollars when we when we win it, but we'll, we'll take care of that in the future. Uh, let's move on to the biggest game in English football: eh. Liverpool hosting Manchester United. Yes, it is. Shut up, Alex. Don't even don't don't argue. It's been historically the biggest. They're the two biggest teams. What 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 is it if it's not this, Alex? I'll ask you that. I'll I'll play your game. There isn't. He doesn't have an answer. He's just trying to be his usual, Alex. Like, let me play devil's advocate here and and be like, there's nothing. Definitely not Chelsea. Anybody? So I mean, it's Liverpool, Man City right now. I mean, okay, no, okay, but shut the fuck up, dude. These games have been duds the last well, couple of the years. Game in these football? games suck. I never yeah, look okay. forward to these games. I'm not saying it's been a good game. I looked forward but to like, last it's been year's historically game a lot. the biggest rivalry so, in English So if you walked up to like a Premier League decades. fan and you asked them on the street, the biggest game in the Premier League is on this weekend. What would what would what would their answer be? They'd be like, Man City well, and Liverpool, Liverpool are playing Manchester this weekend. City, no, it's City Manchester. It's it's City Liverpool because Manchester United are fucking trash. Let's be real. Like, like, come on. Although to be honest, Manchester United are about to buy Bruno Fernandes. That that was me. You know, just continuing my shit on Manchester United as much. Hey, as they're the only shit, ones to take points off you this season. So this is true. This is this. That's why it's a big game. They're close to signing Bruno Fernandes. It might get it might get done before this game, but I there's no way he's going to feature against Liverpool on Thursday. Uh, Manchester United are walking wounded into this game. They played they played midweek against Wolves. Rojo went off injured. Rashford came out with a knock. And if, if Rashford's missing in this game... Rashford like, didn't... Ra- did very, Rashford play against Wolves today? Yeah, he played today. He didn't and start, he came off injured. but damn, that sucks. He came on and got injured. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hang on, I'll pull it up. If that's true, got to get rid yeah. of him in fantasy. Get, uh, bring, bring in my Lacazette. I think it might be time. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, actually, put faith in Arsenal and fantasy. Yeah, Marcus. Ra- See, I'm number one in the league, so you know, I, maybe I should put my mu- my money where my mouth is. Marcus you know? Rashford did come on in the 63rd and uh, 63rd minute, and then came off in the 80th minute. Oh, hate to see that. They've yeah. lit- they've yeah. been relying on him for goals pretty heavily. I mean, that's not to say that Martial can't uh, do something out of create something out of nothing, but you know, Rashford, especially against Liverpool and against most of the big teams this season and over the past couple, he's been Manchester United's main weapon in this counter-attacking system that they've pretty much fully committed to against the big sides. So, um, I don't think Liverpool's injury situation is that bad, is it? I mean, other than centre-back there and uh, Fabinho, they're pretty much they're pretty much set. Fabinho's back in, tr- Fabinho's back in training. So we got that. Uh, it's probably it's going to be the same midfield. It's going to be I, even even with Fabinho back, it's going to be Genie, uh, Wijnaldum, Henderson, Ox, the normal front three. It's going to be the same lineup. Like I guarantee it. Uh, you'll probably see Fabinho on the bench. Uh, look for Shakiri to get out there. Look for Divac Origi, who was in good form in the last game, to get out there eventually. But yeah, I mean, I'm not worried. I 
I know United have had a good. I think if they've got no Rashford, there's I no agree chance. with that, and I also think Liverpool are gonna. I think, I think like, we're gonna blitz them in the midfield the whole game, especially with it being. I think you'll beat them like right. three nil. Manchester United. We're on a good defensive run too. Well, they, you're just gonna shit. <laughs> I on hope them. so. I want that like, so I bad. I, I want. I don't even know like what they can. Like, where are they going to get anything from? They're going to play, like, a Mata? They won't play Mata. They won't play Mata again. Matic. They just played 90 minutes in midweek. They, they can't. I don't e- Like, I don't even know what they can it's do. It's going to be, like, Fred but Pereira. You, but he's probably one of their best Jesse Lingard. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's because, just like get Mason Greenwood could get the start. Like, so. You could, you could. McTominay is injured, and their midfield is reeling he's from still it. Still injured, yeah. I mean, you'd think like Pogba. Right. It would cause like the huge, but when McTominay's Pogba's in, just, they're pretty I good. Think he's just not going to be. McTominay's a like this year. the the one who yeah. does everything, and like I guess sets the tempo in midfield for them. So without him. Yeah, I, I was saying that many weeks in the pot. I'm glad yeah, you found it. Although I will say, they're much better when he plays. Every like Twitter's yeah. been a buzz with this Brandon Williams kid. Well, it was Fred that you'd always disagree that that he was a good player, but I think he needed someone like McTominay to make him look good. What was that, Andrew? I mean, but and then without without McTominay, Fred has looked okay. He hasn't looked. He, ne- he hasn't like regressed back to like Fred of like the last couple of years, but he hasn't been as good without McTominay. Uh, the, Twitter's been a buzz about this Brandon Williams kid who's playing left back right now, the youngster. They've won- they've kept like six clean sheets in the seven games he started or whatever. A couple of them have been cup games. A couple of them have been against like Norwich. So he has played well. I kind of, I I, I look forward to him having to deal with Mohamed Salah and Sadio Mane. I, I, I kind of hope they might take him to the cleaners, but he might have a game. He might have a day. Who knows? But uh, this, this, that's a big matchup to watch. The entire game is going to be that down that side. I kind of get a Robertson much... vibes from uh, Brandon Williams. I'm not saying he's as good yeah. or can be as good, but you know, similar type of work he rate. Little... He works his ass off to get yeah. up and down and you kind of see him make a run in like the 68th minute. And you're like, Jesus, this guy's still running. Like it's the, like the 12th minute, like the lungs on this kid. So, I mean, that's pretty much where the the comparisons begin and end with him and Robertson, though. Yeah, the only concern I have for Liverpool is that if something happens in the midfield, we're kind of fucked because it just means Minamino has to come in, and if it's like Wijnaldum, then we're just playing a very unbalanced midfield right now, it, unless Fabinho is like good enough to go. So, but th- things are close with uh, Milner and the same thing. I think Keita's like another week away from returning from training, and uh, Lovren's doing one on one training. So like. We're right about to get fully healthy again, so which is good because we'll have Atletico coming up. So uh, and then they play, we play Wolves in the middle of the week, so that's another you know decent little clash that we'll have to deal with. But I'm yeah, I'm very confident that Liverpool will take Manchester United to the cleaners here. Like two, I think two nil is what I think we're looking at. Like a, a goal in the first half, and then chance and just a chance we score on like some Manchester United counterattack. Boom, two nil. I mean, the clean sheet is the only thing I would maybe protest. Like, I feel like United could get something. I don't. If there's no, if there's no Rashford, and you can get this right now, uh, you can get this right. Mm, let's see. Uh, I don't know. Liverpool have kept seven clean sheets in the last eight games, so I don't know about that, yeah. Alex. They've really shored up that back line recently. Allison's been having. He's, he's, games. Yeah, he's been in really good form. He has been in really good form. Van Dyke is back. He helps. I guess that's well. just. It's, Joe Gomez has been a monster. So I was looking for I, I was looking for a bet. There for this, isn't there isn't a weakness right now in this. I team. was looking for a bet for this game and and I wasn't really finding anything I liked. But then I went to like match specials, and I found uh, team to clean team to keep a clean sheet. And you can get Liverpool at plus one hundred to keep a clean sheet. And I think with Rashford out, that's great. I like that's great value. Is he definitely out? Are we are we just? I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying place it. 
today when you're listening to the pod, I'm saying look for the lineup to come out. And then if Rashford's not there and he's not in the lineup at all, I would place it. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I, I just think if there's no Rashford, I think they could do I it. I love shitting on Manchester United the, as much as the next uh, rational person, but they've got a good record against the top six other than that Arsenal game, which came in the very last mm-hmm. sort of, of end of well, that Arsenal run. Well, Arsenal are in a top six side. So right, so matter. they couldn't score against Arsenal, obviously. But, you know, all the other top six sides they've, they've done well against. Yeah, we're a mid-table mm-hmm. team, of course. We, that's where we have been all season. Yeah. Uh, we were relegation close. We were close to relegation for a while, too. You're trying to shit on me, Andrew. I'm not shitting on you. I'm just like, I didn't even putting blink. out facts. You you were smiling. I was smiling I because it. it's hilarious, but I mean, that's... It is hilarious. We're fucking Chelsea from two, 2000... Uh, no, honestly, Without, the, without the league titles either side of it. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. You're shut the up, up, Liverpool from, like, stop, Brennan Rodgers Liverpool. You're going to buy Joe Allen next, okay? This is what this is what it is, man. Next thing you know, you're going to have Martin Skirtle back there. And Simon Mignolet fucking up all the time, and you're going to be struggling to finish in right? eighth place. This is your life now. Prepare for it. Hey, Mikel, the Mikel Revolution. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see, bud. Uh, all right, I've got a couple more bets that I like for the week. Uh, two of them are coming from Saturday's 10 a.m. game, Wolves-Southampton. The over 2.5 at that is at plus 100 right now. I think it's very easy that that game finishes 2-1, especially the form that Southampton are on. I kind of like the Southampton money line right now. You get that at plus 140. They're at home. They're cruising, and Wolves have been up and down in form a little bit right now. So I think the idea of Southampton continuing to cruise, getting that win at home, plus 140 is great value. And then here's my risk of the week. Norwich and Bournemouth are playing a game that has a huge impact on the relegation race. Both of these teams have had shitty back lines over the last couple the of weeks. The toilet bowl. Uh, it ended nil-nil last time bowl. they played. <laughs> I'm taking the over three and a half at plus 200. Like, I'm doing. It's 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 a dare. To, I'm not putting a lot of money Did on Did you it, hear what I just said? It ended nil-nil last time they played, and neither of them have really been scoring much recently. But, okay. I know. Yeah, but the, It's a long shot. But the, here's the thing. Both of them are desperate. And both of their back lines have just been absolutely trash. So is that plus uh, two hundred or is it plus two thousand? No, it's plus two hundred over th- over three and a half goals. That's your long shot. Come yeah. on, man! I'm throwing up plus twelve hundreds here. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I, mean, you, can get the I draw thought you would like deleted a number or something. No, you can get the drop plus two fifty, which I feel like is decent odds too. Um, but neither that's the thing neither team needs the draw both teams need three points like three points in this game would be a huge swing for either swing for the fences i get it that that's why it's like it's a relegation six pointer that's why i think both of them are going to full-on go for it and try to score a shit ton of goals because they need the points so we're we're talking desperation hence why i'm going to ride with the plus 200 all right I've got Newcastle draw with Chelsea plus 350, like I mentioned. And then if you're willing to throw like a little fiver on it, uh, Crystal Palace and Manchester City score draw plus 1,200. Javier, uh, was yours Watford Tottenham? Is that it? Yeah, Watford Tottenham draw at uh, plus 250. All right. All right, guys. We'll appreciate you listening to the pod. We'll try to get something out early next week. We got midweek games. Why do we have midweek games? Just because or... Oh, is it FA Cup weekend next weekend? Yeah, I think so. And then there's the yeah, the winter break with quotation marks coming up soon after that. Mm-hmm. So you got to put those games somewhere, right? Yeah, you got Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that wraps it up from us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Andrew Passaro at ASMOS92 at JavierRev9 at Ghost Goal Pod. Like, review, subscribe on iTunes. And until next week, farewell.